This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, um, good afternoon. We're holding over here um, in the... It's, it's Lamehei or Menalef in the Gemara and Saita, if, you, if, you, if you're using uh, Gemaras. And if you're using the uh, Enyakov, the one as Pedalid. Um, Pedalid, uh, I guess the Psikta Pedalid, I don't know how, what, how they call them, but that's where, where we're holding. So it was, it was, we're talking here about the Kohanim carrying the, the, um, the stones, walking across with the stones and so on. And then we have a, that... Akadosh Baruch Hu, in the story over there, um, Uzzah was um, carrying. The, he, they were bringing the Aaron back to its place, and uh, it fell. Uh, it sort of almost fell out, and then Uzzah grabbed it, and he died because he grabbed it. That's the that's the Lushen, That's the Gemara. And then the, in Pedalid, it says, Doresh Rava, Mipne Manen David. So Rava asks, why was David um, punished? And that was the fact that something could happen to Uzzah, who was there at the behest of David. And the Kalal is, if some sort of Michshol arises, the assumption is that um, the person responsible, the God, however you want to say it, is at fault. He called Torah Miris. It's a pasuk. which um, it says about it in a wink of an eye, you 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 lose it. That you refer to as Zemiro's, Zemiro's song seems to be something light, something, you know, like a, a tune that you whistle, kind of. I'm going to punish you with something that even um, the, the, uh, a child knows. And, uh, and and this halacha of somebody um, lifting up the urn, where the urn actually lifted up the people carrying it, that's what is nichshol. That's the the flow. That's the flow. Of the agadata. So the pasuk shad is kind of a very simple, um, you know, it, it's keilu. Uh, uh, he he wasn't careful enough. He he didn't impress the seriousness of the learning. And that's why people didn't know. That's kind of the, the simple Pshatnik Gemara, and that's fine. But two things. First of all, um, I mean, it says Miras Horelichu Kecha, but the Torah calls Torah Shira. Atar Kishchem is Hashira Zeis, is Torah. You know, in the, the Pasik that teaches me that you're supposed to write a Sefer Torah, Torah is, is referred to as Shira. So, so what's the time over here? I mean, that, the, the Torah itself calls it Shira. One. Two. Um, the, the, uh, the, 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 a second point that's a problem over here is 
that the the um, there has to be some sort of hesha between the midaknegit mid, I guess I would say is the right word for it, between what happened, what transpired, and uh, the punishment. Yes, so so it's I mean the Gemara just all we know is something that even Tinokas Rishab know and so on, but that seems to be an awfully big punishment for um, you know it, it, there should be something specific to what happened to the incident that happened that's where it would express itself. There could be many other things. So I want to give over to Pshat Maral. Does not speak about it over here. Maral doesn't speak about it, but I'd like to um, convey to Pshat him. One of them is very interesting where this pshat is. The Tanya says it in Kuntras Achrin, in, in his words, in, in, in words that he uses. And Rev Hutna says it in the Maimar and Shavuos. It's the same idea. He uses a very different vocabulary. And I'm dead sure that it was a conscious decision on his part. I think he took the, 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 the Tanya and recast it in words. That was part of his approach to things and give it over in a different way. So I will try to explain it um, in, in words that to us make sense. Let, let's talk about, um, he called them Zmiros. And, the, and that was bad. Shira is what it should have been called because the Torah calls... Torah Shira. What's the difference in a Zemer and a Shir? So I will explain it. And again, the Balatanya says it in Kabbaldika words. Rafutna says it in more philosophic words. And I'll try to explain the point. Um, let's take an example. The, the Zemer and Shira are both singing the praises of somebody. You know, um, when I sing somebody's praises, even though the word is colloquial, but both Zemer and Shir are used to define Habayche Beshire Zimra. So, so Samagor is actually, um, the, the, the Riva Yaka brings a Girsa Shira Vizimra. Um, but at the end of the day, Shira and Zimra are both songs of praises of Akadosh Baruch Hu. That's the context of, that, that, that we're talking about. There's a big difference. Zimra is the word zemer means to sing, to sing praise. The word zemer also means to prune, to cut away, to cut off. Karmachalo sizmor, and you shall not prune your karam on shvius. Um, so, so zimra is is the is means to prune. The Litzonim say that the reason why psukit zimra is called psukit zimra. Because the part of davening that you can prune away if you're late, you can prune away different isborim and so on. I heard this from Sean Shadron, and um, it's unfortunately on the true side. Okay, but it means so. What does that mean? So there's one way that I can I praise something in distinction to other things, um, and I say this type of apple is better than the other apples. It's hardier, it's easier to grow, it gives more fruit, and so on. I, by, what I do is I sort of cut it out and say, look, look how this, compared to the others, is much better. 
On the other hand, there may be a particular flower that I'm very poetic about, and I kind of am very, very, um, you know, moved by, and therefore I, um, um, I, I just write a poem about the rose. I'm not making a comparison and saying, well, of all the flowers, roses are easiest to grow. They they bring in the most in the market. They, they, whatever. It, it's that's not how I'm being mishabeachit. I'm being mishabeachit from its um, its own self because I am attached to it. Um, let's give a, 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 another marshal. If I have workers, so I want to praise a worker, so I will make a point of it and I'll say I'd like to award this, this worker the most valuable worker because where, whereas everybody else produces uh, X amount of, in, in, in an hour, he produces X, 3X amount. Everybody else takes off something, does take off, and so on and so forth. And that, that's reasonable. That's, that's, that everybody understands is, is, is fine. That's a good way of, of, of praising him. If a person praises his wife and says, you know, I looked around at many other women and compared to other women, you're really a star. So I think um, one's wife might take some exception to it. Um, the fact that he was looking at other women was, was the first point that, that that's not so good. And also, that's not, that's not the relationship. The relationship is because being that we're married and, and we're bonded, you know, I express my admiration, me to you. It has nothing to do with picking it out of a group. It shouldn't be pickable. Just it's, It should be one of those relationships where you can't define it vis-a-vis others. The um, Torah itself, Torah, Kodesh Baruch, the whole package can have two ways of relating to it. I can say I looked around the world, something like Kohelas, and I've taken many, many approaches and all of them fall f- flat on their face. And Torah is the only one that really lasts and it's the best way and so on. That's an approach. Um, it, it's, it's true. It's, it's necessary. And, and it, you know, it, it is something. But really, um, I am, I, I'm, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm finding its praise vis-a-vis the others. Let us go even one step further in this point. When I'm saying Torah is the best way to live life, it, it makes for the, for, the, for the happiest, most happiest, well-adjusted person, most wonderful family life, et cetera, et cetera. What I'm saying is Torah serves a purpose to make life good, wonderful, meaningful, and so on. And of all the different approaches, this is the best approach. So life is, the, is a framework. Torah, Torah is a, a, a formula for how to live life. And in that way, um, I describe the Shevach of Torah. So in a certain sense, if there'd be no life, then Torah would be meaningless. It's like saying how to arrange flowers when you have no flowers. It's, it's a meaningless, uh, meaningless entity. When, when you praise Torah, and I'm talking about the whole package, through Zimra, I'm doing it that way. I'm basically contrasting it with other approaches and so on. A, I'm also saying, you know, in other words, when I can when I can compare things, what I'm saying is my job is to grow 
as much as possible to sell at the highest price as possible. And this produce fits that best. So Torah is a sort of, is, is, um, is supported on the base of a world that needs Torah so well. If sheer means, I personally feel I am, this is what I'm kosher to. It has nothing to do, I feel, this is where I find my inner self. This is my metzias, and that's that. Comparison to others and all of that is really meaningless. And it's not the pshat that the tachlis of Torah is to give life its own meaning. It's the other way around. It's because Torah is the only thing that has meaning, that's what, I'm, that's what I am drawn to. So that's exactly what happened over here. Um, the the uh, the the when the sefer, when the Torah fell, and he reached out to support it, the statement is that this world is the basis upon which Torah rests. So just like if I love flower arrangements, I must have flowers. Without flowers, no flower arrangement. So so the basis for flower arrangement are the flowers. Once I have a lot of flowers, I can now start arranging them. So that was, it fell short of what the true admiration of Torah should have been. Shira means I would see it, it as the be-all, and Bemela, it is really what gives, it, 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 the world is a place to express Torah, not Torah as a way to bring out the best in the world. So, so, so the, the, the event that happened on a very physical level, very graphically, describes exactly what the content was of that. That the Balatanya will, will I'll, I can say, I can, the words he uses is, this is a Bechinas Achorayim, this is a Bechinas Lefanov, this is vis-a-vis the outside world, this is a it, it uses words in terms of his world, but more or less, it's the point that, as I'm saying it. That's one way to understand this Agarita. There's another way, and that is, um, it's based on Chassam Sofa. The Chassam Sofa says, um, the Chassam Sofa says, what is the difference between Shir and, and Zem? And this actually is, um, is, is, is true in Pshat, no matter what. People make a mistake. We translate Shira as a song, and that's not the right translation. Zemer is translated as a tune. That's true. Shira should be translated as a poem meaning words that are written it's it, it's 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 um a written expression of um of of poetry it's it's not um so shira in the torah the places that are called shira are distinguished by a the way most shiras are written in a strange way they're written not straight they're written broken up different ways, Levain Alvain, Levain Alriah, and so on. The, secondly, the words are very metaphor. The, the meanings are sometimes elusive. And, um, and there is a sort of a, a cadence, a, a poetic cadence. Those, that's the physical description of what Shira is in the Torah. So Shira is halachically defined by a certain structure of writing it. 
and um, and learning it and seeing it's very it, it it's it has a very different flavor. It's it's veiled. It's it's it has a certain flow to it, and and so on. The different so a person can express emotion through two ways. One way is you say the words that you mean to, to praise the person and those words are prose and you add a song to give it a, a um, to, 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 to give it a, a, a spark life you um it, 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 you want to inject your feelings so 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 you give it a niggin that's really very very powerful and and moves those words so the niggin that we what we call the niggin or the tune is an outside force injected into words to give it um feeling and 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 meaning and so on one two when you write poetically when you write shira the words themselves carry the feelings from within so both of them are both of them are terms used to describe writing that is going to be a shevach and being a shevach must include both information and expression of emotion except that the tune is something it's an outside additive to give it that that sense whereas a sheer is something within written to, to give it that so that's the difference between zemer and sheer when i call if Torah is called zmiros that means also it's an outside force to the bria which infuses the Bria with Ruchnius. It, uh, again, it's coming from the outside and giving meaning to something. Let's take a, an example in Halacha, a difference in Tashmishi Mitzvah and Tashmishi Kedusha. If I have, Tashmishi Mitzvah means any item that was used as a Mitzvah, Tzitzis, um, uh, Lula, Finastric, uh, the oil in, in a menorah, all is called Tashmishi Mitzvah, I am, as soon as the miss is over, I can discard them in any way I feel like, except they're bizarre. I can't discard them in a way that's, that would be kind of a, a, a bizarre. Tashmish and Kedusha are inherently Kaddish. Zuzah, Tefillin, Sefer Torah, you cannot dispose of them at all. They need Kniza. So, so you see there are items that are um, Ruchnius added, the Ruchnius is an added dimension, and that comes and goes as per the mitzvah. It can go, it can come. And we have things that are um, Ruchnius be'etzim, like Tashmishi Kedusha, and those things are things that um, the Kedusha remains because they're innate to it. So Zimra means that I understand Torah as making the world into Tashmish Mitzvah. It's an outside force which adds a Ruchnius to the world and, and, and improves the world. That's one. Two, 
um, we have the approach of Shira, which sees Torah as being essentially the, the mitzvahs of the world is Ashmaim, Samkot, Kale, and so on. That's the same exact difference. If if it's if it's something that's an outside when this when the Oren fell, the fact that you needed something outside to support it means that 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 what gives it its mitzvahs is the outside thing that's supporting it. It doesn't carry itself. So 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 it it's the it, it's just like um, tzitzis. Once the beggar is not is not chayiv tzitzis, the tzitzis become worthless. And, and you need the alul of an estrog after sukkis is, is is worthless. Again, I'll be then you can throw it out any way you want, except for derech bizayim. But 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 it does not have it's it's not a uh, an item of of uh, mitzvah anymore. So it means that it needs to be supported. The tzitzis in the beged needs to be supported by the beged. The the, the lul of an esrit needs to be supported by being sukkas. It's it's an, it's something that rests on something else. Masha Enkin Shira sings from within, even the nature of it. The the, the a zimra, the words themselves don't sing. It's because you infuse it with something, you put something into it. Whereas the shira itself is is something that it it sings from within, it sings from within the words, and that's that's the same thing like aranoisis noisa. I don't know if you're familiar, but they had somebody um, made a satire on um, he made a satire on um, modern Jewish music about how they pick a very you know snappy uh, tune. And fix it to random words, so um, they they took the words. It says "yurakrak" and "adamdam" by by Tsaras. It says that if it's a green, if it's a green look or a red look. So the Torah used the word "yurakrak" and "adamdam." So Rashi says "yurakrak" means there is nothing greener than it. It means intensely green. So Rashi says "yurakrak she'en yorek mimenu." Adam dam shein adomimeno. That is nothing more red than it. That's that's what Rashi says. So some let's put a tune to it, a very snappy modern tune to it, and uh, and they had a so like a Siddish guy singing it very intensely with you know with video clips of red lights and green lights and and this and that. You know, it was meant to be a biting satire on the condition of Jewish music today. To his surprise, it became a very popular chasna tune, and it's one of the things that people, you know, dance and sing at chasnas. And with all this livus and so on and so forth, which, which again, it, it, you know, it was it was somebody with a good sense of humor and so on, but but it does go to show what it means when you have a tune that's an outside thing just forced on words. That's I want to add one more point over here to, to these two pshatim. So if two pshatim, it has a very similar content, but it's coming with a, with a different angle. It says over here also, It's something that even little kids know it. So um, it's... it's uh, he, he says it's uh, it's something that a kid would know it from a pasik. Uh, 
the the um, a kid knowing means little children will know something that is intuitive, instinctive, as opposed to something which requires some sort of mental formulation, something where you have to figure it out. So kids, you know, will 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 things that we say even a kid knows it. We mean not only that it's simple, but we mean also that it's, it's, it should be something to the core of your instincts. It's like a little baby is scared of falling. Um, you know, if you put it like on a glass, they, they're done with different animals and so on. You, 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 it, it's something that's just built in. This, this understanding of the relationship of the Torah Ruchnis to this world should be something at the very core of what a person feels and understands. That, that's the, the point that I, that, that I think, why it's called a philo Okay, so we'll hold it over here. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think we'll hold it over here. Okay, Mr. Mosidi. We'll yes. Is the Pachad uh, the one that talks about Migila Rose Labonai? It's in Shavuos Yudches. Yudches, I, I, I went to look at it. It's Shavuos Yudches. And he, he, he's, he's uses, he's, it's a heavy piece. It's Yudches, the Perik Aleph. And he, what he says is that this, you know, being Meshaber something and distinguishing it from other things and realizing the Shevach that way, it, it, it's, it's, it's kind of, he's, it's, it's, it's heavily, it's, it's a little on the heavy side, but I think that's the piece that he means. That's the, and in the Tanya, it's in Kunchachrin. It's one of the pieces of Kunchachrin. Um, okay. Uh, good Shabbos. 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 Shabbos.